0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. We'll be talking with Farnoosh Brock. Farnoosh is an executive and business coach, speaker, published author, as well as the founder and president of her own company, Prolific Living Inc. In this episode, we'll be talking about the critical role of leadership and communication skills in the engineering field and the avenues of personal and professional development that are essential for engineers. I'm your host, Jeff Perry, a leadership and career development expert and author of the book, The Intentional Engineer. You can find more information on me, at jeff-perry.com. And this is the Engineering Career Coach broadcast brought to you by EMI, the first podcast dedicated to helping engineers and technical professionals with both their personal and professional development. Now it's time to jump right into the main segment of this episode. Today, I have the pleasure to have with me Farnoosh Rock. Farnoosh, welcome to the Engineering Career Coach podcast.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much for having me on your great show.
0: Now, Farnoosh, we want to get to know you a little bit better. So tell us a little bit about about you and your career journey up to this point so that we can get to know you as we jump into this conversation.
1: Absolutely. So I studied and completed electrical engineering and I had a short Stint in a startup, in a tech startup, which immediately got bought out by a large company. So it dashed all of our get rich off the IPO dream. And then I spent the majority of my career at a Fortune 100 tech giant, I like to call it. Um, and then the last 12 years, I have been running my own company along with my engineer husband. And we've never once looked back. We have enjoyed the journey of. Entrepreneurship and self employment. And in this work, recently, most recently, I work a lot with engineering schools and engineering professionals. So I am really excited to bring what I hope is insightful, useful thoughts to your show today to help empower our engineers.
0: Okay, very good. And we were just talking about it before we started recording about some of this work is really around developing engineering students Mm -hmm. and professionals, especially with their leadership and communication skills. So why do you think those skills are so crucial and important for engineers when they go into the workforce?
1: So I find that engineers um, are extremely smart and hardworking. Those are the two skills that um, and habits that we have naturally. And I find that at the beginning of your career, that may be enough to help you thrive. But as you move up and get more, become more of an expert, a subject matter expert, and have higher aspirations to do greater work, to have higher visibility, you will have to communicate and connect and relate with the non-technical world more and more. And to do that, to speak that language, to advocate for your ideas, to make sure you are well understood and well funded and well supported, all of which you need to succeed, you need to not just have good, but mastery of communication, leadership, emotional intelligence, Expansive mindset, high confidence, executive presence—those skills that um, that will help you thrive and um, really do your great work in the world. Um, so that's the high level, and we can go in any direction that you like here, Jeff.
0: Yeah. So when we talk about the importance of that, that's like okay, yeah. I need this, but sometimes engineers classically get a bad rap for their lack of communication skills and things like that. Um, and and that may or may not always be true. I mean it's it's right. kind of it's still an individual thing, but where do you think that gap lies? Like and how do we know mm-hmm. if someone really needs to close that gap to get from, hey, yeah. I, I have great technical skills, I'm smart, but I, I know I need to work on mm-hmm. how I really present that and communicate that and lead others instead of just trying to do my own engineering and technical analysis?
1: For sure. For sure. Great question. Because um, I think that, yes, and and you know that you need the leadership and communication skills, but but how do we know whether that's impacting you, right? So- um, if it's okay, I would like to see whether you have experienced any of these scenarios to make it sure. more tangible. Let's okay. say that you had a conversation with your boss and you were yet again um, overlooked for a promotion that you've been mm-hmm. really working hard on and one that he, he may have promised you. Um, he may have used the B word, budget, budget cuts, Mm -hmm. and given you those quote unquote valid excuses for which you had no good comeback. And you left that meeting feeling discouraged, feeling um, unappreciated, undervalued. And yet, because you're a hard worker and you're so loyal, you continue to do your work. But it's going to start to affect you in different ways. Maybe your motivation is lower. Maybe you are not going to try as hard on a certain project. And that only derails your career success. Mm -hmm. So if you have ever experienced a situation like that, and you are not thrilled with the way you handled that conversation, and you know, you know in your body whether you advocated for yourself and without alienating your boss or whether you just didn't know what to say. If you didn't know what to say in those conversations, you could benefit from improving your leadership and communication skills. Because there are effective ways to navigate those awkward, difficult conversations, which have a direct impact on your career advancement. Absolutely. That's one example. I can give other examples, but that's one where most of us relate to because most of us want to advance our careers at some point.
0: Right. And, you know, I'm sure our listeners could extrapolate that to all sorts of different situations that they've kind of felt like tongue-tied or not sure what to write in an email even. It's not just spoken communication or presentation. It's all forms of communication we're talking about and how we influence and, and share and receive mm-hmm. information as we move through our, our life and our work. So right. on the leadership side, though, mm-hmm. when, when we're talking about engineers trying to build right. a leadership, whether or not they have a title of, of a leader or a manager or anything like that, When we're talking about the qualities of good leadership and and what we want to build, what are those things that you think are so important to help engineers thrive?
1: Yeah, great question. And I like that you made the distinction on the title because many engineers don't ever want to go into people management. And that's not what we're talking about. Leadership skills are for all engineers who want to thrive and do their great work. In fact, you could go up at the company I was in, you could go up all the way to the highest engineer level, and it was on par with a senior director, which is really high at a large company. And so whether you are going to go the technical path or the people management path, leadership skills are essential. As to the specific skills that engineers in particular can capitalize on when it comes to leadership, I find number one is confidence. Because we, and I tell you this from the perspective of the executives that I have worked with. I Mm -hmm. have coached executives who tell me, I want to promote my engineers, but they don't seem so sure of themselves. They are super smart, but the way they talk about their projects, they seem like maybe they second guess, and that's sometimes smartness getting in the way of our clear communication and our confidence. Because we are so deep into the details of our work, we may be second guessing something and thinking about the details. And to the outside world, you are not confident and therefore they may not take your idea or they may not um, advocate for your work. So I feel that confidence um, and projected confidence in a meeting, in a conversation, in your written communication, like Jeff said, is is really going to help engineers in particular. I feel that using your voice, um, because a lot of engineers are introverts. I was one of the exceptions, but I can totally relate. I married one of the introvert ones, extreme (laughs) introverts, right? And we love to hide behind our computers and do our work and be quiet. And now that's good. But when it comes to a meeting where we need to hear you present your idea, If you are not projecting your voice, if you are mumbling, if you are using acronyms that are not um, easily understandable, if you are not clearly articulating your thoughts, if things are getting in the way, in the voice part, then that is also sabotaging your work. And so one of the leadership skills you want to work on is having a powerful voice having mastery of how you use your voice, which is a whole work you could do. And um, sometimes we don't even listen to the sound of our voice, much less work on this instrument that is your voice. So I would say, if I had to summarize it, confidence and voice. There's many more leadership skills, but these are where you would get the most output as an engineer if you work on those skills but I can totally. move on to others. And, yeah, uh-huh.
0: I mean, those, those are great. And I might just put a little nuance in there. Confidence sometimes can be misconstrued and sometimes people can right. exude that a little bit uh, way, in ways that are unhelpful and think that it's like really prideful. When we're talking about confidence, we're not talking about you being a know-it-all. Right. No. And, and feeling like you're the only person who has all the answers and you're just like a gift to the world. Right. We're talking about like you just truly believing and having conviction around yeah. the things that you're sharing and recognizing your own value and letting that uh, be communicated through the way that you share um, yes. the data and your insights and, and your findings and, and anything else that you're reporting or, or sharing in any context to those that you work with and and other leaders and everything yes. so good th- now, yeah
1: mm-hmm. great
0: so Farnoosh I mean I know you uh, you've got a book right behind you called the serving mindset so you and yes. I both believe that mindsets are, are critical right I, I love yes. the power of mindsets and how they drive who we are mm-hmm. and what we do but I'd love to hear from your perspective how mindset plays a role as mm-hmm. we're talking about professional and and career development for engineers
1: Sure. And I have struggled with this myself in my own engineering career and in my work with others. I know that we struggle with this. And the way i like you to think about mindset is think of the inner dialogue that you have. Right. And here is because I want to give you actionable things here that you can relate to. And hopefully, if you choose to work on them. So if you ever hear yourself say things like, oh, I never Um, have a good uh, conversation with my team lead so I'm just not going to tell him about this or I always get this wrong so I'm not even going to try those absolute terms that we use are indicators of what I call a scarcity or a fixed mindset where we've had a bad experience with something and maybe logically we have ruled it out because we don't want to make ourselves uncomfortable or put ourselves at risk. And that limits you. It limits the risks you take. It limits the opportunities you create. And it also doesn't, um, that, that isn't, it, it's not a fair representation of what you can do. So I would like to help you introduce a curiosity mindset, which the language of that would be, Oh, there is a new call for presenters in front of the client. Last time, I did really poorly, but I have worked on that skill. I wonder if this time I can do better. I will pitch the idea to my boss. The language of curiosity, which both makes you feel more at ease and also opens you to possibilities, is I wonder, um, I'm curious about and you begin to step into what I call an expansive mindset. And if you try this in the smallest scenario where the risk is low, but the reward could be high, you can hopefully feel a shift in your body. And, and that can manifest in the actions that you take and the success that you create. Is that, yeah. is that tangible enough, Jeff, for our listeners?
0: Yeah, I think it's a great start, and and so I love kind of going back to what's that inner dialogue? What are you telling yourself? Because it's Oops. it's that filter through which we filter all of the the situations, the opportunities, and the challenges that we face. That mm-hmm. you know something happens that goes through our own inner dialogue, and then that impacts how we act. And so what our default is, and how we're trying to improve. The direction we do are we going to stay in that scarcity or fixed mindset are we going to go expansive or growth like which way are we going to go we get to choose and and it's shifting that mindset and that absolutely impacts uh, us as we continue to develop and take more intentional yeah. actions to move forward and improve yeah so and i'm going to add
1: a quick thing that just to qualify that it is going to be slightly uncomfortable oh yeah that's okay that yep. is OK. If you begin to associate discomfort with growth and just take tiny little bites every day, you will find that it just opens up the horizons for you. And, um, and you know, our goal is to help you have a more effortless experience with success because um, so much is possible for smart engineers out there, which is every one of you. Okay, absolutely. I had to add that on. Go no, that's on, that's great.
0: That's great. I, I love kind of embracing that discomfort because it's going to happen. Right. I mean, it's going to be new. It's going to be different. It's going to be challenging, but it's right. absolutely worth it. So we've talked a little bit about mindset and we've talked about leadership. Now, let's go to communication a little bit more okay. and some right. of the skills and the things we need to grow there. You talked about voice and how we use, you call it an instrument that we have as our voice, yes. but but maybe other things that we can do to improve how we communicate clearly, concisely, sharing the right things to the right people. What are some of the things that engineers can work on here?
1: I, I love that you're asking this. This is one of the main modules that, um, that I uh, bring to my workshops. We were just at Northwestern where we have lots of smart engineers. And one thing that I say is you need to organize the thoughts, the, the, the concept that you're going to share. You need to organize it. For your listener, they are not going to know everything that you have in your mind and all the background information. And what I call middle of the story starts. It's very (laughs) common for engineers to think you have all the background information and they just begin where their thoughts are. And they are deep into this complex subject and you lose people right away. So we have not served ourselves or anyone here. So you need to have high level setup, priming your audience first. And I like to say you have to basically give me the executive summary at the very beginning. And in fact, you can even say, here is what I'm going to talk about for us today. Subject of the project, here are three points I am going to elaborate on. Point number one, point number two, point number three, we're going to end on this, on this finding, on this request. And if you organize it and structure it or outline it, and you even call it out, people will follow. And then you could say on point number one, I could give you two examples. Is it okay to go into details here? And they may be good to go, or they may want to hear examples. But this organization of thought is like the number one thing I tell you on communication. And if you can do that as an engineer and tested on a complete non-engineer, non-technical person, preferably an executive or leader. And if they follow along, and you know when they're following along, their body language, their their eye contact, they're nodding, and they're staying engaged, you have done the work. You are a proficient communicator. So it's the opposite of being too complex and too smart for our own good, and losing our audience in the process. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. So we need to organize that um, so that we can make it easy to digest. Sometimes I'll call it the curse of knowledge. Like you as the the expert in whatever you're sharing, you have have all of that knowledge. And sometimes it makes it really hard to bring people along who don't already have all the background, all the details that you have. And and so we need to, to put ourselves in their shoes and bring them along to the place that we need them to understand. that's that's fantastic. Now, if we've organized things, that's going to help. But we Mm -hmm. still have to go back to some of the things that you were talking about earlier about having the confidence in what we're sharing. So some of these engineers who might be listening say, okay, I recognize I would like to have confidence, but how do I actually build that when I don't really believe in myself perhaps right now and what I need to communicate and share with people because get intimidated in these different situations. So how can these engineers that are listening build that confidence if that's something they want to do
1: so we're going to draw back on what we already talked about briefly which was that discomfort discomfort Mm -hmm. being growth and i would say the more you can get this uncomfortable by doing things now this is towards a particular goal it's not just any uncomfortable thing like i'm not telling you to go run a marathon no that's really uncomfortable and You're not interested in that, right? Unless it's a personal goal. But let's say you want to become a good presenter in front of highly visible clients. Okay, that's the goal. To do that, you need to get confident presenting. And to do that, you need to present and get the practice in your body. And that is uncomfortable, but it's the right discomfort to step into again and again. And I am... I am the believer that with confidence, sure, you could do some inner mental work, but until you feel it in your body, it doesn't really register. So simply do the uncomfortable things that get you closer to your goal consistently, not once, (laughs) right? It's like you think, okay, I I talked to my boss once about the promotion. It's done. No, no, no. We have to have consistent conversations. Same here. So to become that presenter, that go-to presenter for your boss, for the top company client, you need to get uncomfortable with presentation after presentation in front of different audiences that may trigger you, that vice president who gives you a hard time, that executive sponsor who's always asking you tough questions. And you just build those confidence units in your body and one day you wake up and you have your voice and you feel like, yeah, I know this because I've done it. It yeah. just accumulates and you feel it. And the more you feel it, the more you will want to do it. So Yeah, you,
0: you gotta put in the, that time, that effort, those, those reps and, and practice, right? Just like any other skill that you're trying to build, your communication skills and the confidence that comes around that comes yeah. with the practice. And, and the effort that we have to do that. But, but like anything new that we're learning, it's, it's yeah. going to be a little rocky at first. And that's okay. Yeah. Embrace that as the learning that kind of goes back to the mindset instead of saying, yes. this is how it's always going to be recognizing that there's this growth and expansive opportunity for me to grow and develop as I move through this process and look for any progress you're making along the way instead of just feeling like, oh, I'm not there yet. Like, that's okay. Yeah. Um, it, this is part of the
1: process. Right. And, and I would add that it's sometimes easy to intimidate others with how smart you are. And so the more compassion you bring to your voice, this is one of the tones that I teach, you know, your voice carries tone. If you have compassion in your voice, you can be the smartest person in the room, but because you're compassionate and kind, you somehow embrace your audience because I, I, I talk to a lot of engineers and they feel like they intimidate others. And so there's this distance and you are often the smartest person in the room, but it's the compassion and kindness that you bring with your message, all of which you can learn to do as a presenter, that completely changes the way people respond to you. And you will feel that different response. And at the end, you will be helping them. You will be furthering your message, advocating for your project, helping them be successful, helping the client go further and whatever. And and you will feel like you belong, even though you might still be the smartest person. (laughs) So don't let that intimidate you.
0: Very good. Very good. Now, any other thoughts in terms of strategies or programs that you might recommend for engineers who are looking to improve their leadership and communication? You know, they're going away from this conversation right. that we're having this this podcast episode they're saying what else can I do are there programs or things I can do what, what else would you recommend?
1: Sure I mean th- there are there's so many options out there, right I actually became really passionate about Toastmasters and oh, here great. is what I would say about Toastmasters I think it's a great organization but I don't believe it's the fastest way to grow your leadership and communication skills. Mm-hmm. So I would say because you have limited time and energy, And here you are, hopefully by the end of this episode, you're like, you know what? I really do need to strengthen my leadership and communication skills. Look at your company at the internal learning and development website and see if there are any leadership programs, academies, retreats, and advocate for that to your boss or find a sponsor or if you can just sign up for them. So internally, use all the resources at your disposal And almost every company has something. I would say emotional intelligence, which is its own training, and I am passionate about emotional intelligence, is one of the areas that would really help you. And you can always invest in yourself by getting a coach, getting a mentor, joining programs. But I would say internal resources start there. It's the easiest no barrier to entry often, and it's supported by your company. And it can look good in your performance review because you can tell your boss you've looked on worked on these skills. It can help you with your advancement as well. So that's one idea.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Well, mm-hmm. Varnoosh, this has been such a fabulous conversation thus far. At this point, we're gonna transition over into our take action today segment. When we get awesome. when we come back, we'll get one final piece of advice from you for listeners. We'll be right back. Now it's time for our Take Action Today segment of the show. Farnoosh, we've had a lot of discussions around different things, around leadership and communication skills and engineers getting out of their comfort zone and everything. What's the final piece of advice that you would say that they can take action on and do to improve these skills, which will then improve their careers?
1: Thank you, Jeff. I would say think about a conversation that you are avoiding. Maybe there is a teammate that you have some tension around, some conflict with, and um, you have been avoiding them and avoiding talking to them. Maybe there is a concern that you want to bring to your boss, but you just haven't had the courage to do that. I would like you to really think about a scenario like this, and almost all of us have it. And then I want you to put a date on your calendar, no later than two weeks from today and find the time to meet with this person in private one-on-one and to give it a go doing this will help you face the situation so you're gonna have to be confident and courageous it's gonna make you uncomfortable which we established is opportunity for growth and it's going to help you exercise your communication and leadership and conversation skills and um, it's going to help you feel better about the whole situation. So that's I, my action for you.
0: I love it. So take action and, and stop avoiding or, or take action. and Have that conversation that you've been avoiding, uh, p- perhaps. And, and that's fabulous. It's going to help make some progress there for you. So Bernice, it's been a fabulous conversation. I know there's probably going to be some people who want to connect with you or learn more about you and the work that you do. How can they find you? Where would you lead them?
1: Sure, sure. I am very active on LinkedIn and on Farnooshbrok.com. That's my website. But connect with me on LinkedIn. Let me know that you have heard this interview and um, perhaps that you have had that conversation. And um, how did you find the whole experience? And I am really a big advocate for engineers doing their great work in the world. So good luck to all of you. Thank you.
0: Okay, brilliant. Thanks so much for being here and wish you nothing but continued success as you go and help influence uh, the the many people that you get to do in your work, so thanks so much for being with us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We would love to hear your feedback, comments, and questions. You can go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org where you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in the episode as well as links to any of the resources or websites that we mentioned during the episode. And don't forget to check out any upcoming live webinars for this month at the website as well. Additionally, for any engineers who feel like they need extra help taking the next career step or finding clarity in their careers, I've created some free training resources with an opportunity to join a more intensive program called the Engineering Career Accelerator. You can find more information at engineeringcareeraccelerator.com or you can go grab my career clarity checklist found at www.engineeringcareeraccelerator.com career clarity. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering endeavors.